clock time with Reed Moriarty. Are you ready, Josh? Yeah. No baseball music, please, okay? Not the 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 done done done. Don't play that, okay? Okay. I will gladly not play that for you. How's that? All right. So, what is the key to play improv so well? Um, I think it takes a lot of practice. And um, I, before I started working here, I used to play for um, a theater group that did all improv. And so I had to play music to, responding to what the actors were doing on the stage. And so it's sort of similar here. If you think of the baseball field as a huge stage, you see what the players do, and then you respond with the music that fits. Okay. So, Josh, what was your first job as a kid? My first job as a kid? Um... I always, as a kid, and even still to this day as an adult, I've always worked jobs in libraries. I really like working in libraries, and I started working in libraries when I was a kid, and I'm still working in libraries today. You are? You're still working in libraries today? That's mm -hmm. great. Thanks. Okay, so who was your best music teacher, Josh? Um, you know, I was really lucky. I had a lot of good music teachers. Um, my first piano teacher when I was growing up in Georgia, her name was Dira, and she was a wonderful teacher, and she taught me so many great things, and, um, and uh, I feel very lucky for that. You're very lucky about that? Okay. How did baseball or organ music become associated? Oh, um... Based um, in the early 1940s in Chicago, they started using organ music at baseball games, and then they started it in Boston in the 1950s, and a lot of other teams around that time were starting to do it. I think back then, organ was a very popular instrument, and people really enjoyed listening to it, and so it became part of the tradition of baseball, and now, all these many decades later, um, it's still part of the game, which I think is really cool. All right, Josh. So, do you watch the game or listen to the announcer more? Um, I, I have to do both when I'm working, because I have to hear what the announcer's doing to know when to play, and I have to watch the game to know when to play. When I'm not working, like when the team travels to other cities and I have the night off, I'll usually listen on the radio, and I, I really like listening on the radio. All right, so did you play baseball as a kid? I did play baseball as a kid. I was not very good at it, but I had a lot of fun playing. You had a lot of fun playing it? Yeah. I play Miracle League Baseball. Yeah? Did you My teammate it? is the Storm. Cool. So did you have a nickname? Um, there was one year that they called me the Lanky Lefty because I threw left-handed and I was tall and skinny. So they called me the Lanky Lefty. Yankee Lefty? Yeah. That's great. <laughs> That's hilarious. My nickname is Rear Spear. Oh, what walk-up music would you play for me? What walk-up music would I play for you? Um, for Rear Spear. Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. Well, if I know that you like the Sound of Music, for example, which I know because you told me you love that. Mm -hmm. I might play a song from The Sound of Music for you. Of course! Especially if you course. told me what was your favorite song. That's one thing. I would probably ask you, what are some of your favorite songs? And then I would learn how to play them and play them for you. 
All right, so the announcer and the music make the game for me. Why do you think music is so powerful? Oh, wow. That's a great question. I think that, I mean, I know that you love music, and I know that I love music. It's something that, you know, ever, like, from the time you're a little child, you hear music and you respond to it, and um, it's just kind of a magical thing, whether it's at a baseball game or whether it's anywhere, whether it's at a concert or just in the grocery store or just listening on your headphones or wherever it is. Um, and I don't know why it's so powerful, but it really is something that, you know, makes us um, feel all kinds of, all kinds of emotions. And that is, um, that is a powerful thing. All right. So we have two more questions okay. when music is at the top of your playlist personal oh wow um, you know this changes all the time for me because I'm always listening to lots of things and trying to learn new things um, I've been really excited recently there's um, a new CD that came out by a singer his name is Jason Isbell and I'm a big fan of his and he just put out a new CD and I think it's awesome so I've been listening to that one a lot the last few days all right I like Taylor Swift. Cool. She's great. She's great. I understand you are a librarian at Harvard. What yes. does a music librarian do? Um, well, music librarians do different things. Mostly what I do is um, I help um, music researchers, students, and teachers, and scholars who come into the library who want to learn more about a particular music topic. A lot of times um, when they come to me, they're looking for things that are maybe very old, maybe music that's 100 or 200 or maybe even like 500 years old and they want to come 500 in. years old, okay. Yeah. So, so I help them find a lot of that old, old music uh, so that they can study it and learn more about it. All right. What's your favorite movie musical? My favorite movie musical? Um, that's a good question. I, there's a, there's one that I like a lot called Pippin, which I don't know if it was a, I think that, I think it was just a TV special after it was on Broadway, so it might not have been a movie in the theaters, but that is one of my favorite Broadway shows. You know, I have a favorite movie musical, The What's Sound yours? of Music. Oh, really? Julie Andrews, Christopher Plummer. That is a great movie. That's a great one. So is there anything you'd like to ask me? Well, I guess... I would like to ask you about um, what kind of music you like to sing and play when you are making music. I like to play the red song and the color songs yeah. with, with Angela. Those are the ones on my CD. Oh, okay. Your family gave me a copy of your CD, so I'm going to listen to it when I get home later, okay? Of course. Cool. Thanks. It was nice talking to you. It was very nice talking to you, too. Do you want to play the organ here that we have? No, thanks. Or maybe How we about could, you, Alan? Maybe we could do a duet. We could play oh. together. Or, or one of us could play, one of us could sing. You go first, Sally. <laughs> You're doing it, Allie. <laughs> about a picture, Josh. That'd be great. And can I tell you a story, Reed? What? When I was listening to your interview with Greg Harris from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Greg is a friend of mine, so I was excited to hear him be interviewed by you. And I heard you tell him that one of your favorite songs was um, 
I think it's called Let's Go Fly a Kite. That's from that Mary song? Poppins. From Mary Poppins, which is also Julie Andrews. And I really like that song a lot, too. Um, and I was playing it right <laughs> here. Here, do you want to have a seat right here? Sure thing. Cool. I was playing it this morning while I was waiting for you to get here. Aww, right? Really? It sounds like this. That's, that's it. Just like that. You know these words, Allie? Abby doesn't know these words yet. <laughs> oh, let's go fly a kite. <laughs> <laughs> Talk Time with Reed Moriarty.